You are listening to the Adults on Disney Podcast, Episode 6. Today, we're talking shit about Bambi. Hey everybody, Shamrock here. Welcome to the Adults on Disney podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks so much for coming. If not, welcome back to this shit show. Adults on Disney is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment. An audiogram will be available via YouTube for my deaf and hard of hearing audience or anyone who wants captions. I hope you come back often. Now let's do this. This is episode six, Bambi. This is your host, Shamrock. I have my girl, Allison, joining me today so we can talk some shit about this movie. We're so, uh, what is it, type A? Is yeah. Personality? <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I know, it's just like doing these podcasts, you know? I just, I like have all my notes and my calendars mm-hmm. like all written out with everything I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I was online today because I was going through my list this is the last movie in the golden age, Bambi. Is it? Yes, it is the last movie in the golden age. It's the original, the original six. There we go. <laughs> the original six that pretty much, you know, set Disney up for the rest of his legacy. I was looking at all the movies that are coming up, trying to figure out, okay, is this on Disney Plus? How am I going to watch it? Mm-hmm. So there's like one I'm going to have to get on Prime. I'm going to have to pay like $4 to rent it or something. Song of the South, I knew was going to be the hardest. Never even heard of it. <laughs> Song of the South. So you know Zippity Doodah, right? Yeah. So there's a movie that that comes from, but you've ne- nobody's ever really seen the movie because it's so controversial. Mm. And so you literally only know the song and you can only see parts of the movie from like the sing-alongs, you know, (laughs) or the videos, like video clip of the song. So I was looking and looking and looking like eBay and Amazon and random websites and stuff. And people want insane amounts of money for that. Oh yeah. Because it's not produced anymore, but I was lucky enough to find it for like $20. Oh really? (laughs) I'm like, I'm buying it right now. That was uh, kind of a bit of my afternoon is making sure I'm set up for the next 15 episodes or so. Yeah. So what does that get you up to? Like what year are we talking? What year? I don't know. Let me see. So I I have a whole binder and everything. (laughs) I'm so so ridiculous. I know. Um, Let's see. So Bambi, 1942. Song of the South, Ichabod. So this next age is called wartime or the package age because it was during the war or whatever. It goes from 43 to 49. And so I'm set from here till then, which is 15 movies total. And then Cinderella is number 16 in 1950. Wow. Yeah, so... And I was telling, you know, Bryce, I was like, I'm kind of glad I have this podcast because it literally fills the empty space that I would probably be dwelling on things. And I'm like, what am I going to do with myself? Yeah, I can rewatch movies or whatever. 
But then I'm like, man, I can do this and I enjoy it and I get to talk to people and it's distracting. It's- uh-huh. I mean, I don't anticipate it going anywhere like big, but man, if it does, that would be so cool. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> and I don't forget my friends. I mean, I'll forget the ones that come out of the woodworks. Like, we went to high school and we had third period together. Fuck you, man. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Bambi. um... (laughs) I know, I know. So, yeah. So, thank you so much. I am so grateful that you, despite your busy, psycho, crazy week, that you are able to do Bambi with me. Um, It was a great distraction. (laughs) Yep. Like I was saying, it is the last movie in Disney's golden age. Starting with Snow White, 1937. We are ending with Bambi in 1942. Fabulous year. It's funny because I was looking up on IMDb about Bambi. And the only blurb that it gives in describing the movie, like the summary or synopsis is the story of a young deer growing up in the forest. (laughs) I'm like, I mean, is there more? You know what though? Okay. But that's what I was going to say is (laughs) I thought that there was so much more to Bambi when I was a kid Yeah, and rewatching it. (laughs) There's really not much to the movie. Like it's Bambi growing up, Bambi getting Twitter painted. And movie's over. <laughs> and it sounds like such an awkward thing, too. When he's talking about the Twitter painted, you're just like, um, is this appropriate for children? <laughs> I can imagine it being something completely different. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, it's actually funny because they started pre-production for Bambi in 1936. So Bambi was actually supposed to come out right after Snow White. Oh, wow. So it was supposed to be Snow White, then Bambi, and then all of the other movies that followed. But, you know, Disney, he's so anal and OCD in particular about everything that he does. So it took so long because he wanted it to be perfect. And he was like trying to make it super realistic looking that it delayed so much of it. So then Pinocchio and Fantasia and the Reluctant Dragon and Dumbo ended up coming out before Bambi did. Hmm. And it's interesting, too. I mean, the only thing that delayed it is because he wanted perfection. He was striving for perfection. But it's so simple. Like you said, like there's not a whole lot to the movie. It's not a huge plot. Their backgrounds and backdrops and all of that stuff are like super basic, you know, with the nature. I mean, they look beautiful. Mm -hmm. Very realistic, like. I watched it on Disney Plus and with it all remastered, it looks Mm three-dimensional. Like with the forest part, you can see like the depth in Mm -hmm. the pictures. And I'm just like, but yeah, there's not too much to it. All the detail are in the animals, but it shouldn't have taken him this long. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. And it's, it was interesting too. I think I, I had texted you about it, but I really thought as a kid that, the movie starts, Bambi's mom dies, that happens right away, and it's really sad. Like, that's how I remember the movie from as a kid, you know? Oh, wow. And I remember, like, all the animals and everything, but then watching it back, it's like, no, Ma- Bambi's mom doesn't die until, like, 45 minutes in or something like right, that. Right, right. And... <laughs> it's a while it's a bit yeah and it was really I don't know I I actually enjoyed it more I think 
as an adult than I did as a kid though. Yeah. Cause you kind of understand more of the life and death mm-hmm. circle of yeah, life. Circle so. of life. Exactly. And so as an adult, you understand, well, you know, that's bound to happen. Like, I mean, not just in the nature of her being a deer in the forest and <laughs> she's going to get hunted or whatever, but you know, like stuff happens, you get yep. old or you get sick or injured or whatever. And, and then you die. <laughs> yeah. But I also thought yeah. it was a really cute movie. Like I, you saying that it took so long makes sense because I was really impressed with the graphics. And I also thought right. like there was, you could tell that there was a lot of thought that went into it. It was such a cute movie. Like I don't ha- know oh, how yeah. else to describe it, but it really was. So. It is. Oh yeah. I remembered thinking back on memories from when I was a child watching it, that I always loved the music. I was Mm -hmm. always a big fan of the music and watching it again as an adult, I was able to see that the music was timed perfectly with a lot of the animation. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite scenes, it's also my favorite song is the April showers, you know, the drip, drip, drop, little April showers. So it's funny because when it starts, it's like, doom, 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 doom. And it's like the drops are mm-hmm. like in the leaves and Bambi's like watching, like all fascinated. I'm just like, oh my God, I remember this when I was a kid and I loved it. And yeah, I just had more appreciation for it. Just thinking the timing that went into it and the orchestra that was behind it, you know, because back then they didn't have the big syncopation machines where you just like, let's add some oboe and let's add the saxophone. Like they legit had musicians coming in and performing for the movies. And I love that. I absolutely love that. This movie actually got three Academy Award nominations. So it got best sound, best song and um, best musical score. I mean, it didn't win anything, but it got Mm -hmm. nominated for it. Oh, that's cool. But um, but it's sad because I feel like at least that song should have won. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That- Especially yeah. when you find out how much time and effort went into it all, too. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And it's funny because this was the first one and one of very few where there aren't any characters that actually sing in the movie. So, you know, like Snow White, the, she sings and, mm-hmm. you know, Dumbo, there's the crows and Pinocchio has the cricket. Like all of these movies have singing people, but everything in this movie, it was done either by like an artist that they hired or a choir or something. So it's one of those few, cause the only hmm. other one that happened after that was 101 Dalmatians. Oh, wow. That didn't come out till 1961. Hmm. So that's like almost 20 years later, you know, to not have, you know, the characters. Because, you know, we think about all the movies and almost every iconic Disney movie. It's like singing and musical stuff, which Mm -hmm. is why most grown people are like, I don't like animations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, you're missing out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and I think, oh, and the next one after that was Tarzan, which oh, really? was 57 years later, that came out in 1999. So the only other movie that didn't have the main character singing. So it's funny, there's 20 year jump and then there's the 57 year jump. And so everything else in between, unless it was like a live action, non-musical, had character singing. Wow. 
Yeah. I guess Disney knows that people like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's so random. Like, why Tarzan? Anyway. I, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, you could, right, they right. could have totally had Tarzan singing. Right. He would have been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, make it opera like. Right. <laughs> I mean, it would have worked. Yeah. Been. I mean, Jane. I don't know if Jane could have sang. Yeah. Her accent is a little annoying, but we'll we'll, we'll rip that movie over that one that in uh, ten years. <laughs> right, there's so many ten movies years. between now and then. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I know. I think about it. I'm like, man, I'm gonna be doing this for like the next fifteen years. I'm right? not gonna Star Wars or Marvel till I'm like old. <laughs> I mean, unless I step up my game and I'm like, yeah, I can crank out an episode a week or two episodes a week yeah (laughs) that'd be if i quit my job and i did it full time but (laughs) hey that'd be fun i know you're not against that (laughs) no not not a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent but yeah did you know they actually thought about making this a live action movie oh really like when what would they have though what would it be like if you think about it the it's not even there's not even really a lot of talking like that's what oh, i was you know it. like there's not a lot of, of of talking through thing it's more so you're just kind of watching the circle of life <laughs> right 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 how it works in nature but yeah. yeah um the only reason they didn't go through with it is because there wouldn't be a way to control all the different animals so if they wanted to do it similar to the cartoon having birds and squirrels and chipmunks and rabbits and quails and yeah and all of that like and deer (laughs) yeah that it would be impossible to like wrangle all of them so yeah they wanted it to be a live action but realized that it would have been an impossible feat (laughs) i can't imagine like what this studio would have been like having a ridiculous amount of animals Mm mm-hmm I've got quite a few fun facts here, which is pretty, pretty awesome. So this was Disney's favorite, Walt Disney's favorite movie. When they, the animators, they used to say man in the forest when Disney was like coming down the hall. Cause he's such a stickler, you know, he's all about perfection. Uh-huh. They're working on Bambi and they're like man in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they would scatter or whatever. Everybody's doing their smoke breaks or coffee or or whatever so they'd scatter like cockroaches you know yeah the biggest problems that they had with the movie were animating the deer all of the deer because their like eyes the, are on the sides they're of their running heads. oh yeah and their antlers yeah this like how they move or whatever so they brought in a lot of live animals to study and to draw and watch them and stuff. I mean, that was probably really cool. I always see the behind the scenes stuff for that. And they have where they bring in like elephants or they bring in the baby cubs. And like, that would be the coolest part of being an animator is being able to like be around penguins or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever and hang yeah, out. Yeah, it would. It'd be so awesome. But, oh, and the thing that I never really noticed were the voices for the different animals. Mm -hmm. So like the voice for Bambi, the voice for Thumper and the voice for Flower. Usually they're done by adults who just like pretend to speak like children. Uh They actually hired children 
to do the voices for the movie. Oh, which, really? Which is like super rare, especially during that time then. period. Yeah. Yep. So I thought that was pretty crazy, like super crazy. Man was ranked number twenty out of a hundred in the list of like greatest heroes and villains. And man literally is like the only character that was on the list where they don't even show up in the movie. Like you never see them. Like the humans. Uh-huh. You see oh, that's okay. Yeah. You see the camp and the smoke. So you know, like, oh, it's people, but you never actually see like the hunters. Right. You don't even see a gun on camera now that I think no, about it. No, you don't. You hear it and that's it. Right, and then you right. see like you see the smoke. <laughs> Well, it's funny because as a kid, I always, for some reason, I always thought that it was like a fire or something that killed. Oh, the mom. mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty traumatizing that whole thing. Yeah. I know. Kennedy cried. Oh, watched it together. She cried. She was like, (gasps) it is, especially when he's like, stops. He's like, we made it mother. And then he's like, wait, mother, <laughs> where are you? I know. It's so you're sad. Like, no, like, you're not going to find Instantly, her. Instantly, you know. You know what's super dark? Hmm. Is they originally were going to put in the movie, Bambi finds his mother, like, dead in a pool of blood. <laughs> <gasps> no way. Yeah. It was going to be in the movie. They were going to do a scene where. That would have been so horrible. Tra- completely traumatizing. And um, they ended up cutting it out, thank God, because they came to their senses. But yeah, he was supposed to go and, you know, mother, 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 and then come across her. And the great prince, the dad, which I never knew it was his dad. That blew my mind. So the great- You didn't? I didn't know. I had no idea. (laughs) It wasn't until I was doing the research and stuff and I was like, that's his father. What? He's I a just, prince. <laughs> I know. And I just didn't put two and two together. I was, I was a dumb kid. Apparently. Well, no. wait, 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 Stop, Even- stop, stop. But did you watch it as an adult and still not put two and two together? Or was it just when you were a kid? Just when I was a kid. But okay. I- okay. I, I forgive really- you for that. I thought you meant like you watched this and it wasn't until you did research that you figured it out. I'm like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> can could I, could I say that? Okay, not- just say it then. <laughs> no, I really, it, it blew my mind actually as an adult. <laughs> and it's what's even worse is I remember being a child and thinking Thumper, Bambi, and Flower were all female characters. <laughs> and then yeah I can see that though and then they grow up and then I don't put it you know like I don't think twice about the fact that oh well Bambi has antlers and you know stuff like that yeah as a young child maybe I'm just thinking oh there's these homosexual relationships between (laughs) the animals this is great (laughs) like I don't (laughs) you know you grew up in California (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you think that before right? you think <laughs> oh, oh that's funny I mean and and I think was I talking with Bryce about it I think I was I was like I mean maybe they were transgender who knows like <laughs> <laughs> but um 
but yeah i was like all respect to the animators and these characters but anywho yeah it was it was a big epiphany for me and i was really embarrassed about all of that that's funny (laughs) but but yeah so the dad finds him in a pool of blood like with the mom and he takes him away bambi you know come with me or come on or whatever your mom can't be with you anymore i thought that was crazy like Mm -hmm. that they considered doing something like that oh there was a poacher in missouri in 2018 he was sentenced to one year in prison for illegally killing deer for trophies. And part of his penalty, he had to watch Bambi once a month. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what? how they did it back in the old days. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to make oh, you man. watch Bambi. <laughs> right. Like... And cry when the mom dies. <laughs> right. You better tear up. You're going to watch it again. No. <laughs> That would have been that would have been terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, been super terrible. I really appreciated this movie, like the quality and everything. Even though it's very simple in regards to the whole plot, but it didn't do very well at the box office. Like it pretty much bombed. Like how most of the other movies besides Snow White and Dumbo. <laughs> It's only because of the war, like they weren't able to release it overseas, so they didn't get all the money like from Europe. It didn't recuperate most of this money until 1947, which is when it was re-released. Was it wasn't this movie re-released several times though? Oh yeah. So Disney, and I'll probably have to do an episode on it, their whole vault that they do, they release movies every seven years. And that's what they did with Snow White. So because uh, Pinocchio and Fantasia and all of them didn't do very well, Dumbo ended up helping recuperate a lot of the money. But Snow White, they re-released in 1944 um, in order to help compensate for losses with Bambi. Because Disney, literally since the start of the studios was like constantly on the verge of bankruptcy so they started doing that with the whole vault they released snow white you know after seven years they released it and then they ended up doing that with bambi and then they just started doing that re-releasing them over time i'd have to like look at a schedule and see exactly how they did it and which ones but i'm gonna do an episode on it because it's pretty fascinating how that yeah. works But yeah, they were able to make their money back by doing, you know, the re-releases for Snow White, the re-release for Bambi, even though it got all these great reviews, you know, everybody said it was beautiful and it was great. Um, The only negative things that people were saying about it is it didn't have any fantasy elements. So like, you know, Snow White with like the magic and the Mm -hmm. queen and all of that, or Pinocchio and the fairy, Mm -hmm. it was I don't know, I guess too realistic for people other than the fact that the animals talk. <laughs> like, yeah. is that not fantasy enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the only like negative things that people were saying about the movie at the time hmm. is that they were like, oh, well, I don't know. I guess they wanted to see some magic. And it's funny, I forgot to mention when you were talking about how there's not a lot of talking in the whole movie, there's only a thousand words of dialogue and an average movie has at least 9,000 words. Okay, that makes total sense. That's crazy. So, yeah. Only a thousand. There's so much silence in it. When they did the retouch or the touch-up for, like, the DVD 
in 05, it was 110,000 frames that they individually cleaned up to like put it in high definition or whatever. It took them 9,600 hours to do that. Wow. Isn't that insane? That is. I wouldn't want that job. (laughs) No. I mean, it'd be awesome to like go through all the old film and look at everything, you know, but to sit there and have to touch up each individual one, I'd be like, I quit. (laughs) For sure. Peace. I'm gone. (laughs) For sure. Hey, wasn't this movie, didn't it? Because I swear, like my first movie I remember seeing in the theater was Bambi. Like, I think it, they re-released it in theaters in like the late 80s. Yeah, they probably not to give did. out my age or anything, but <laughs> you're 25, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they must have. I don't. I don't recall the the movie. Blah blah blah. The oldest movie I can recall seeing at the theater was Aladdin and The Little Mermaid. Those are the only two I can recall. Really? Seeing at the theater. Yeah. If Bambi came out, I have no idea when, but I'm sure that it did because that's they would do that too. They would re-release them into theaters to get money back. I gotta look it up. No, that would be that would be pretty great. 88. Oh, nice. That's so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. You're an infant, right? In the womb? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, close enough, you know, but close enough. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember that because I remember that movie like scarring me as a kid. Right. I remember my mom took me to go see it. And then I was like, because, you know, and that what the heck? Why do all the moms die in Disney movies? You it's, know, it's like they do. I don't know. <laughs> have you found out the reason for that yet? I haven't. I need to look it up, but it is. Can you please? Common. Because it happens in like almost all of them. <laughs> It is right. There's orphans or single parents or you've got a tally. That's what you need to do. Start tallying like how many is the mom dead or not around in this film? (laughs) Yep. Nope. I sure do. It's interesting that you say that too, because the death of Bambi's mom is actually considered the saddest, most heartbreaking moment of any Disney movie the only thing that competes with that is the Lion King, like when Mufasa dies. Yeah. And I think that me personally, it's hard, but I think the Lion King is more heart-wrenching because you see Mufasa like dead and you see Simba like, come on, dad, get up, like, get up. And you're just like, no, he's gone. Well, and the whole reason that he dies too, which I guess, I don't know, looking at Bambi, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. The mom was trying to find him or get to him him. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But so I don't know. Yeah. They're about even. It is. It's a rough because on the other hand too, Bambi could be just as heart-wrenching because he doesn't find her so i feel like there's not really closure there and then he's looking for her like mom mom where are you where are you like and that's scary in itself feeling lost or alone yeah Yeah, so what happened i can't remember how does bambi know that his mom died is it the prince that tells him 
Well, he doesn't really tell him that she's dead. The only thing he says is she can't be with you anymore. Okay. And so he's, you know, and he's like, come with me. And they go off into the snow. they go on to the rock. Right, right. And then I think that's when it transitions to when he becomes an adult. And it's funny, that transition, they actually made, what did they call it? A mid-cool? Like, instead of a prequel or a sequel, Mm -hmm. they made Bambi and, what did they call it? Ah, Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest. It came out in 06, which was 64 years after the first movie. It actually holds a record for having the longest span of time between them. But yeah, it's called the mid-cool because when the Prince of the Forest is Bambi, like, come on, like your mom's dead. That movie in 06 fills in that gap. So it's from the time that he goes with his dad up until in the movie, the 1942 Bambi, where he becomes an adult and he like, hello, friend, owl, mm-hmm. it's me, or whatever. Like, it's the mid is between those huh. sequences, which is weird. I mean, because you think about Lion King, like one and a half, it's kind of like that, but not exactly. So I yeah, there's a lot of similarities with Lion King that I never even thought of before. Weird, huh? And you know, Lion King is like, it's really high up there for me. Oh yeah. No, that's, it's a fabulous movie. Fabulous movie. Something about Bambi. I mean, I think because Walt Disney, it was like his personal favorite. The mom actually makes a lot of appearances in other movies. So she's in the very beginning of the Beauty and the Beast. So right before the narrator, I think begins and you're like panning through the forest and then you get to the castle. Mm-hmm. There's Bambi's mom in the grass right there by like that waterfall. Really? Oh yeah, I'm going to post a picture of it. And then, oh, and there's a fan theory that Gaston actually killed Bambi's mom. I don't like that. Well, I don't I mean- like it either. <laughs> I mean, technically, it could be during the same time period. It could. You know? And they're in the forest. And yeah, so there's a fan theory. Gaston killed Bambi's mom. That's Which just... is why you see her in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Bambi is, or Bambi. Bambi's mom's also in the Sword and the Stone when they're hunting. And then Shere Khan is chasing Bambi's mom in the Jungle Book. Huh. Yep. Oh, so instead of Bambi- hidden Mickey's, it's uh, hidden Bambi moms. Right. Uh, Bambi and his mom, they're both in the rescuers, the first one, somewhere in like the bayou by the water. Hmm. It's kind of like a darker image. But yeah, I'm going to I'm going to post all of those so people can see. I mean, probably not the one where, you know, Gaston like kills her because <laughs> that would Let's just be that them. would be too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever Disney's obsession was with deer in general, he put them in a lot of movies. Huh. Yeah, he uh, he did some crazy things. And he was actually going to show the hunter, like, dead in the forest. He was going to have him die because of the forest fire that he had, you know, that was started by man. It was supposed to be some kind of, like, poetic justice 
that, you know, death was the consequence of his actions. But then they decided not to show man at all, like in the whole movie, because they didn't want to put hunters in like a negative depiction in the movie. You know, like Disney didn't want to be like anti-hunting, but he wanted to be very pro saving the forest. Mm -hmm. So other than the rescuers down under, this is the only other movie that promotes like environmental fuck i can't think of what it's called <laughs> like saving the environment and yeah. like caring for uh animal kind and all of that yeah um, it was only this movie and the other one you know before smoky the bear the what is it the national forest association people i have their name i just need to figure out what they're called <laughs> um i don't know i'm brain dead this week so i'm no help i don't get oh the usda forest service that's what okay so yeah before they ended up having smokey the bear in 1944 walt disney allowed them to use bambi as part of their campaign for like only you can prevent forest fires thing Mm -hmm. like protect our forest friends was like the theme and they were only able to use you know because disney they hoard everything. They were only able to use like the images of the animals for like a year. And so then the forest service was like, well, we need to figure out a mascot and bam, Smokey the bear was born. <laughs> huh? So Bambi that, Disney could have done so much more though. Like that would have been cool. Oh yeah. Cause like, yeah. think about how relatable that would be for kids. Like, and they could continue that. Cause there's always some sort of animal in a Disney movie, you know, yep. freaking Disney Ugh. money hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have, like you said, it would have been great because kids would have remembered seeing the movie and the forest and how much it destroyed. And then it being part of the actual forest service you know, seeing that anytime that you went to a state park or national park or anything like that, you'd see Bambi and remember, oh God, I don't want that to happen. Exactly. (laughs) But Smokey the Bear is pretty awesome too. Yeah. Eating on Smokey. No. Um, But yeah, I actually was able to find an old campaign poster. So I'm going to post that. Oh, that's cool. So that'll be uh, on Instagram and Facebook and all of that jazz. Oh, you know, the squirrel and the chipmunk, they kind of zoom in on them kind of early on in the movie. Mm-hmm. They were actually going to be like a comedic duo. They were supposed to be the comic relief for the movie. Uh huh. But they decided not to go with them. They made Thumper the comic relief. Which I love Thumper. I love Thumper. So yeah, he's always I'm... getting into trouble. And the mom's like, what did your father tell you? And he's like, about what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, so there's been multiple things. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, and then after she tells him and she's like, oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a typical kid response though. Right, you know? <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, it's so great. Thumper, he's pretty great. He wasn't actually uh, part of the original book. So Bambi's actually based on a book. Really? Yeah, it was uh, written in like 1930-something, 33, 32 maybe. And um, I'm actually going to read it for my Patreon. 1923, my bad. Bambi, A Life in the Woods. And so Disney wanted to make it into a movie. He had to definitely tone it down 
because it has 293 pages with blood and guts action, sexual conquest and betrayal, and the forest characters include cutthroats, miscreants, and six murderers. <laughs> wow. So it's nothing, nothing like the, the book, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nothing like the book. Nothing like the just book. Just has the same name. That's pretty much it. <laughs> right. Just that. Yeah, there's even a part in the book it was mentioning that they didn't include in the movie is Feline had a twin brother and it was Bambi's cousin. And so I was like, what? They have the same dad? <laughs> it was another stupid moment of mine. <laughs> As a grown ass person, not realizing how all that works. He got shot, but he didn't die. And someone in the forest found him and nursed him back to health. And then re-released him into the forest. So he's like, oh, well, man's not so bad. They're not so scary. They're helpful. So then the hunter, which is in this Bambi movie, finds him and he doesn't run away. He's like, oh, it's another human. He's probably friendly. And then bam, like he's dead. (laughs) Yeah, he gets shot because he like ends up being more trusting than he should be. Oh, wow. Yep. So it's, it's really sad. (laughs) That is sad. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. There are supposed to be so many different moments like that, where you're supposed to have these realizations and understandings like, well, you know, man, they're not all powerful. They're not immortal. There's actually a point where in the book, the prince of the forest takes Bambi to look at the body of a dead man who was like murdered by another man to show that, I don't know, like they hurt their own, their own kind or, you know, they, they're not invincible or something. Not needed. Right. Exactly. So freaking dark. (laughs) (laughs) So dark. Like it makes, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. No, but I am glad that they included Thumper because he does make it more lighthearted, especially when, uh, and flower. I know. Yes. And flower. So cute and precious. I don't think either of them were originally in the book. But they were added to kind of add some lightheartedness to all of it. But yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few mistakes that happened in the movie. The budget was eight hundred fifty eight thousand. It cost a lot. It in nineteen forty two, so it was like fourteen point two million in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, we're in twenty twenty one now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to update my facts. Yeah, leave twenty twenty um, in the dust. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And then for the production cost, it was actually $2 million in 1942. So it was $33 million in 2020. But it wow. only grossed $1.6 million, So it lost a lot of money. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, maybe that's why it had so many mistakes. I mean, I definitely feel like all the mistakes in Dumbo are because of that. But now Bambi has no freaking reason to have all these goops. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, uh, Feline, I don't know if you had noticed... But I had researched this before, so I was looking for it. Her eyes constantly change color. So like when you first see her, she's got blue eyes. But then as the movie progressed, then her eyes are brown. And then they're blue again. (laughs) And then they go brown. (laughs) I didn't even notice. Yep. And then Bambi, his spots will like appear and disappear. And so that, you know, threw me off. And... 
What else was there? Let's see. Oh, the cat, the the rabbits, his sisters, Thumper's sisters. There were five of them, but then there was one scene where there were six of them. Well, then- I mean, that makes sense. It's rabbits. Right, right. <laughs> oh man. I think they can of, explain uh, that, okay? I know they need to, they need to explain that. <laughs> no, I'm saying like there's no need to explain it. It's rabbits. <laughs> To me, because I'm oblivious apparently to everything. <laughs> Fucking Bambi's dad. <laughs> Bryce is probably going to listen to this and he's going to look at me. He's like, did you really not fucking know that? Be like, uh, I did it for the episode. <laughs> so there was that. I think that was it. It's not really anything else that jumped out at me from the research that I saw yeah. for things to look for. Well, like I said, there's really not a lot to the movie, though, you know, so I mean, it's pretty fascinating, all of that stuff. So I was surprised at how simple the movie was like, Mm -hmm. like I said, a thousand, a thousand words spoken. (laughs) Yep. So and most of them were Thumper and his cute little Mm -hmm. phrases and Mm -hmm. sayings. But no, overall, I really enjoyed Bambi. I mean, as traumatizing as it is for children. I mean, you don't even see her die. It's all implied. It's all within your imagination. Mm -hmm. But it still has such a huge impact. The artwork, you know, the animation is amazing. The music was amazing. I mean, I just, I loved it. It was like a work of art. I agree. And it's, and like I said, it was just, it was really sweet. It's a sweet movie. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. Um, so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching Bambi again. It had been years since I had seen oh, yeah. that one. So. Me too. Me too. It's been so many years. Bryce, he's always just so pessimistic. <laughs> if you listen to Dumbo, he did not want to record that with me. So I apologize to everybody who listened to that. <laughs> he was just like, oh my God, it's Dumbo. <laughs> so you can kind of tell. <laughs> I have to like poke him and prod him. I literally had to edit out parts where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, Bambi, I feel like it's not on the same level as Dumbo. You know, it is sweet. It is, I feel like more touching in regards to the story that you can kind of relate to in the imagery and all of that. It's, uh, it's been a long time since I've actually sat and watched it. You know, because with most Disney movies, we see them, we know mm-hmm. what they say. And yeah, so you leave them in the background while you're yep. doing dishes or cleaning or doing something else to occupy your time and you just want noise. But yeah, I'm really glad that you did this with me again. Yeah, it was My fun. Buddy, Allie from Cali. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Allison, <laughs> my, my best girl. love you so much for doing this with me yeah thanks for having me crazy going on in your world Eh. Um, who doesn't have crazy stuff going on so yeah and that's why I'm glad to have this podcast be able to talk about what I love Disney especially with everything that's happening in the world there's so many negative things Mm -hmm. and they're so so many reasons to be depressed and upset and angry or frustrated or whatever at the world. 
it's nice to have an outlet for that. I agree. And I'm hoping that if people are listening to the podcast that I can help a little bit with that. Because when you get to talk shit, it's nice. You're venting <laughs> on something that you're enjoying. But, you know, a little, it's cathartic. I think it's cathartic. I like it. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, next week I am going to be wrapping up the golden age and just kind of summarizing highlights, lowlights and all of that. And then we're going to jump right into the wartime slash package age. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm excited because once we get past that, it's when all the good stuff starts. Cinderella and Peter Pan and, you know, all of those things. So I'm excited. It's fun to, to go through these, especially as an adult, you know, movies like Fantasia and stuff. Yeah, that was a movie as a kid that you really didn't, you know, it was boring as a kid, but uh-huh. you kind of appreciate it more as an adult, you know? So it's kind right, of, right. it's interesting. Yeah. So it's fun to go through these. It is. And I'm glad that I get to do them with fun people, get to do them with people that I enjoy, that I care about, and we can have a good time with it. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I got. I'm good. All I right. still really haven't figured out how to end these as I'm recording. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll get there eventually. <laughs> this is only episode six. Exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure we're better than we time. last time. <laughs> <laughs> At least we have one audio file this time. So. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh gosh. I'm All right. But I've it. got Jake uh, in the other room with my dinner for me. Cause it's that kind you of, you haven't thing, eaten. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. You should have stuffed your face while we were talking. I would have been I totally No, okay. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's all people. That's all your listeners need to hear is me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have cut it out. <laughs> I'm going to make it really interesting for you. <laughs> Get put but, my editing skills to the challenge. Right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing it with me. It's thank always great you. That was episode six, Bambi. Thanks so much for listening. You can email me at adultsondisney at gmail.com. Follow Adults on Disney Podcasts on Facebook, Adults on Dis Podcast on Instagram. And if you enjoy the podcast and want to support more episodes, exclusive content, and a Patreon-only Facebook group, Join my Patreon at Adults on Disney. This also helps make it to where I don't have to add any commercials or interruptions to any of my content. So please support the show. I would greatly appreciate it. Catch me next time summarizing the golden age of Disney. Peace.